welcome to a special edition of The Observers. It's been a year since Russia invaded Ukraine. We've been speaking to Ukrainians throughout the country since the invasion began. We checked in on some of them to see how one year of war has impacted their lives. Like Taras, who stayed in Kyiv. I'm taking care of my parents, both of whom are disabled. That's why we chose to stay here in Kyiv. When the Russians began bombing us in late February, we used the bomb shelter a few times. But then my dad just kind of gave up because it was, it was too hard for him to move. Usually we have blackouts on like work days and they average three to maybe five hours a day. Back in mid-fall, I uh, mostly relied on candles and uh, you know, these small stoves to cook myself like eggs. Hrimo borsh. Our worst blackout was uh, the blackout uh, in late uh, November. We um, didn't have any power for three days. A lot of the stores ran out of food. Our last major bombing raid was on New Year's Eve, and several people died actually here in Kiev. But uh, since then, we haven't had any major uh, bombings and blackouts. I, I consider myself one of the lucky people because I have a roof over my head and, and, and bread on my table, and I'm relatively healthy, and that's what really matters at this point. An estimated 8 million refugees have fled the fighting in Ukraine for neighboring countries. One of them is our observer Veronica, who's in North Macedonia after fleeing Mariupol, not long after the invasion began. These sounds of bombing, of explosions, were really close. Like, they were close and close and close by every hour. We realized that we need to leave the city. We were just crossing these big streets. They were full of ruins, uh, some metal, glass, trash, rubbish uh, from the ruined buildings, ruined streets, ruined cars, cars that was uh, caught up by fire. We moved from Zaporizhia to Dnipro, then uh, we crossed all the way from Dnipro to Lviv, then from Lviv to uh, Ushgorod, and then from Ushgorod to the small village in mountains. Veronica ended up with some family friends in North Macedonia. I'm living with my mom right now. I do my studies online and I'm finishing my third year right now. I work remotely. To be honest, I can't say that I have a life because what I, what do I have right now is, of course, I'm alive. Even if the war finishes right now, like let's imagine it, my home is ruined. All of my connections, like university, work, my sport, uh, I was a hockey player, my team, my ice ring, uh, my school friends, they doesn't exist anymore. Ever since Russia invaded Ukraine, our team has been seeing a lot of false information with manipulated photos and videos on a daily basis. And there's one thing that we've seen a lot, signs in public spaces in Western countries that supposedly show criticism of support for Ukraine. The aim, to make people believe that citizens of Western countries did not support their government's policies toward the war. Take this example of a video shared last November. We're in Times Square in New York City, and this giant screen looks like it's showing an advertisement mocking the Ukrainian president. It compares him to a black hole, which a lot of Russians online use as a metaphor for Zelensky sucking money out of the West. But there are a few problems with this video. 
First, we can see the logo for Fox News Digital for the US TV channel, but Fox News told us they never put this footage on air. The same goes for the New York Museum of Natural History, whose name can be seen at the end of the advert. We also contacted them, and their manager said it was a fake advertisement that just took their logo. In fact, no other record of this ad exists. There are no other videos from another angle, and the only ones that have reported about it are pro-Kremlin Russian media, or Facebook pages like the one run by the Russian embassy in Bangladesh. And it's not the only example of an advertisement like this. This one was reportedly seen in Poland, in the Warsaw Metro. It invites Poles to come and fight in Ukraine and drive tanks. According to the pro-Russian accounts and media outlets that shared the video, it's a sign that Poland has, quote, imperial ambitions. Moscow has made this accusation before, in response to Poland supplying arms to Ukraine. We showed the video to a Belgian researcher who specializes in image analysis. If the advertisement is real, we should probably find some traces of the advertisement when looking through the windows. So what I did is a frame-by-frame -frame analysis, and at first I could see the horizontal line on the wall of the metro station. Afterwards, I could see the advertisement border and some text that was written on the border. I could actually see this through the windows of the metro. And then we saw the area of the advertisement. But there we could not find any trace of the green tank of the, or the red text. We only saw a white area. This makes uh, us believe that this advertisement is actually fake. So these videos were part of an alternative narrative strategy for the war in Ukraine, shared by pro-Russian accounts but they're based on ads that appear to be edited or graphically manipulated, or at least which were never officially released. That's it for this week. As always, you can find more reports from our observers on our website, observers.friends24.com.